Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, podcast universe? I am very excited about today's guests, as will you be. We're going we're gonna to take a step away from the Vanderpump drama, or maybe we will talk about it. I don't know. Um, but today I have a very popular reality couple, adorable as hell. You will know Blake Horseman from The Bachelorette from BIP and his gorgeous girlfriend, Giannina Jabelli from Love is Blind. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's been a while since we've chatted, so. Can't wait to talk shit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Let's let's get all the dirty. Um, But the cool thing is, which I didn't mention yet, but you guys were also recently on a show together called All Star Shore that I used my friend's login yesterday to try to like watch a little (laughs) bit of it. So you guys met on All Star Shore, correct? Mm -hmm. That is correct. A show that we did not anticipate meeting somebody on yeah. what we did. Yeah. Not even at all. Because it's, yeah. it's not like a, a relation. Basically, you both went from a relationship-based reality show separately to mm-hmm. then a competition show, but you did not know each other beforehand, right? No. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we both did relationship shows where we both each got our asses handed to us. <laughs> and, and we kind of bonded over that. Actually, no, we definitely bonded over that when we met in, in All Star Shore. But no, when I went there, I like specifically didn't want to meet anybody i was like in a very good place i actually had a dating show after that show like scheduled up so i couldn't meet anybody and then we just hit it off yeah exactly i mean we were so excited to not be in a relationship like yeah, show i was we were, i was like i'm just gonna have a good time and like party and you know win these challenges and, and then buddy. yeah exactly and then like yeah. <laughs> then like two days in uh we kind of like hit it off and yeah now we've been over a year over, oh my god it was like, that quick two days in you were already like catching feelings 
Yeah. Yeah. Two or three days in. But if um, TV world, two days feels like two weeks. A, a week already. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah, it's yeah. Just but it was quick. It was quick. Within our first conversation, we were like, oh, like we have a lot in common. Did they do this on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, by day three, for sure, we were kind of like, we were, we were flirting for like two days. And by day three, we were already like hanging out nonstop. So. Oh my God. I love it. That's so yeah. adorable. Separable ever since. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you know who each other were from the reality, like universe, even though you're from, obviously like different universes so i never actually watched bachelor bachelorette or any of the franchises Mm -hmm. but i did see one episode with my girlfriend because she loves it and i sat down and i watched it with her and it happened to be his season and i remember jason but and he looks familiar so when i met him i was like why do you look familiar to me he goes I'm from the bachelorette and like this big like smile and i'm just like ah shit <laughs> i was like i remember jason but not you like, yeah, that's what she said she was like i remember jason but i don't remember you i was like damn ouch um, i mean is that a good thing though I, blake is that a good thing or a bad thing i know I, that was a good thing it was a good thing i wanted her to get yeah. to know me especially from the bachelorette because that i mean you know it is what it is like edit wise like you never really know somebody so i was excited and i didn't know her at all i didn't watch the show love is blind um so i yeah yeah, sounds like it so i didn't i didn't know her at all until like our first conversation pretty much yeah yeah he would tell me on the show he'd be like it's like where have you been this whole time i'm like away from all the drama yeah (laughs) completely yeah so you just said so you guys just celebrated a few months ago your one year anniversary yeah congratulations and now you are living together in colorado officially officially mm-hmm. moved in officially like two months ago yeah yeah roughly. i've been here for the entire time we've been dating yeah, pretty I much. literally he okay. took me invited me to go to christmas right after the show like a, three days later and then i never left yeah she's just kind of like taking weekends <laughs> in miami and then come back or florida i never left so but her, all of her stuff now is in my house everything so. is here like we're one person yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so Gia, so where you're from, obviously, I looked up a little bit of stuff I use, but originally you were, you were born in Venezuela, correct? I was, yes. Okay, I was born and in then Venezuela. when did you move to the States? I was six years old. Um, I remember, so I had cousins and aunts and stuff here, and then we'd come visit. I thought the entire United States was Miami and Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> Every we would like fly in and like visit family. I'd be like, I'm going to Miami. And then it was just, you know, Florida. And we, we loved it so much. My mom would get held up in line, like waiting for us to, to like the carpool and pickup line at school. Like it was just such a dangerous environment. We would always get broken into the house. My mom would get, like I said, like held up in line, like literally like with a gun to her head, like pick up her kids from school. So we came to visit and one time we just never left. And my dad's an engineer and he started working for an engineering company and got us all the visas. And I never knew how lucky I was, honestly, because you know, you're six years old. You don't really know. But then you also feel like the little brown girl in like a white place. You don't really know what's happening, but I'm very grateful for it. So yeah, I grew up in Florida, which is like in Miami. No, like in West Palm Beach, like an hour North. Shut up. I'm, I lived in Palm Beach gardens for like a hot minute. Like you know, one season, as they call it in my younger years, like modeling, I lived, um, I had a place in my, in Brickle Key and then a place in Palm Beach Gardens. Oh my Ooh. God. That's amazing. Yeah. You know what it is then. It's a lovely yeah. place. And I got there as like a 22 year old, five foot nine. Uh, my sister and I too call ourselves little brown girls because we're Arabic, we're Lebanese. And uh-huh. I walked in there like, oh no, these girls are like born and bred here. 
Like I am <laughs> the whitest of them all. I am the nobody is like these women are stunning. <laughs> so yeah, shell shocked, yeah. but that's so rad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So yeah. Did you like it that day? Did you, why you wanted to be in LA instead? Yeah. I just, you know, I was there, I was young. I was following a DJ boyfriend around, um, uh, <laughs> DJs and damn DJs. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna get to the DJ stuff because when I first met you, I did not know you were DJing. But yeah, at the time, I was just really young, following uh, this guy around, you know, up and down the East Coast, and eventually we broke up. And I kind of, I'm from Michigan, and I eventually just went like, what am I? I have no opportunity in Michigan, like for what I want to do with my life. So I picked up and moved to LA, and I've been here 16 years almost now. Wow. So it's crazy. Okay. So you grew up in Florida, but so a big question I wanted to ask was about long distance relationship. Yeah. You didn't so really we, do that or did you kind of? No, I mean, I'd done a long distance relationship before, like for three years. And I did the whole driving for eight hours and, you know, taking a Greyhound bus overnight and, and doing that whole thing. And, you know, that's where I was in my life. And so technically when I met Blake, I just moved out of Atlanta. I lived there for six years. That's why I did Love is Blind, everything. And I was like, I'm done with the city. Put everything in a storage unit. I'm going to travel. I'm just going to have fun. And while I was traveling, I got Ulcer Shore and I met Blake. And he lived in Colorado. And I was like, you know what? Like, I've been literally telling the universe, wherever you want me to put down roots, I will. Like, just show me the path. Show me the way. Um, I thought it was going to be Europe. It's a little bit different than Europe. Just something different. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? I'll take it. I'm very, very happy. I love that you like basically manifested this for yourself and that you believe in kind of the path, you know, will show you the way. I love that. How do you, how, how is living together? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's been great. So weirdly enough, the timing was perfect for me because I had just sold my old place and bought like my dream house here in Denver, uh, in Washington park. Those of you that know Denver, like great area. And you know, it's like, four bedroom, three bath with like a guest, like a guest suite, mother-in-law suite. So thankfully it was big enough for her because my old place, there's no way she could have lived with me. So like the timing was great. I lived there for a month. I lived here for a month by myself before I went on the show and came back and she basically moved in, you know, more or less. So it was pretty crazy. The timing for everything, it just worked out perfectly. Um, So she's made this into a home, if you will. Like it was such a bachelor pad and I get pissed, you know, I'm like, stop throwing my shit away or whatever. Stop putting this here. And then I'm no, like, let, no, good job. Good job, girl. Do yeah, it. Now I'm like, it looks better. I never did it to her face, but it does look never, better now. <laughs> but, so stubborn. Yeah. Just like, it's a lot. You know, I lived by myself for a very long time. Yeah. So, and I've acknowledged that. I'm yeah. like, okay, I get it. Like you're territorial. I'm coming in with like a 20 foot storage unit. With yeah. Stuff. yeah. So that was the girl's got to have closet space. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's the one thing that I like, don't have a ton of. So like all of her stuff is in like four different rooms throughout the house like all these different closets and stuff uh but it's been great it's It's been been fun it's been fun actually like i genuinely think about it like we're just hanging out i'm like i love living with you yeah we get along (laughs) we're both pretty laid back and stuff so oh my god you guys are so cute i can't my heart is like so full and i miss my boyfriend because he's not here right now and he's so jealous because he really wanted to be co-hosting with me today and like meet you guys well blake you've actually met him but this was before he and I were ever dating. When right, I did the podcast tour with my friend Rachel O'Brien out in Denver, and you guest 
you came up on stage with us. He was there as a friend of her now husband. It was very Uh, random. Like neither of you guys would really remember that moment because there was a lot of people. I do remember that night though. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I do remember that night here in Denver. That's right. Yeah, that was Yeah, so he's a Colorado boy. And so I can't wait to come out there and spend time They are very good looking here. Um, but I really do want to like kind of talk about like your journey on both of your shows just a little bit. I just feel like I always uh, navigate toward Bachelor Nation people as my friends because nobody knows what we go through. It's an impossibly strange universe to try to explain to someone that has never been on like a reality show docu-series, whatever you want to call it. And I think that's why we gravitate toward friends that way. And obviously something that you guys can share because nobody can understand the dynamics and in, in what you go through, you know, psych- psychologically, mentally, physically, all of that. Were you nervous about going on another show after being on these relationship-based shows? Or were you excited that it was like a completely different type of show? So I was terrified. Um, I, I was just coming, you know, coming off about a year and a half. And it was about full two years from Paradise where I had a pretty horrible experience. And so, you know, you, we get offered shows every once in a while. And most of the time they're like, no, I'm like not interested or whatever, you know, it's like a random show on a random network or whatever. Um, but this one came through my inbox and my manager hit me and was like, look into this. And I was like, no, I'm not interested. And then she came back. She was like, they have a great budget. And it's like a really good network. Paramount Plus. And I was like, oh, really? So I was like, throw a stupid number at them. You know, like throw, throw a number at them yeah. and see what they'll say. And sure enough, they came back like, yeah, we can do that. And I was like, oh, now yeah. I have to actually do this show. Yeah. Um, so I, I was scared uh, to put myself back out there. But at the same time, it was a different kind of show. It was a competition show with, you know, a money prize at the end. And I was literally going in there like, I on the prize. Like I'm going to win this money. I'm going to, you know, have fun while doing it, show a different side of me that maybe America and the world hasn't seen before. Right. Uh, so I, in that sense I was, and then actually the very first night we got there, right. You get there and they tell you all the rules and things like that of the show. And I remember the like EP, the, the head of the creator of the show was like, listen, for those of you that haven't been on a challenge show before, we cannot manipulate you. There's actually a law. It went all the way to the Supreme court oh, that if wow. there's money on the line, we cannot manipulate you because we can, because mm-hmm. Somebody one time had producers help them win the money. And so the other people sued all the way to the Supreme Court. And so they literally cannot manipulate you. So then all of a sudden it was like, oh, thank God. Like my wall was seeing green flags everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. And it's true because on, you know, the Bachelor, Bachelorette, VIP and all those, you have probably like two to three interviews a day. I had five interviews the whole time yeah. I was down there. We're like, so it was just so different. It was very more just confessionals, right? We were just talking to the camera. There wasn't like somebody leading questions. So it was amazing. It was an awesome experience. And the whole team over there with Paramount Plus and MTV were fantastic. So I loved it, but I was scared at first. And what about you, Janina? Like, were you, were you reluctant? Were you excited? First off, to your point, like, you're right. Like, people that have been on other shows, I think there's just like an underlying like understanding Mm -hmm. um first of all like who you are as a person and what you've been through and you know kind of like how we can both like just relate with the fact that I don't know a lot of people think that and not judge not judge the the character you see on tv because at the at the end of the day this you know love is blind was not a show about you and when you were on bachelorette or bip it was not a show about you there was a story to tell Like the the showrunners, the producers, they make you a one dimensional person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what were your feelings going into the all-star? Yeah. I mean, I'd gone, I'd gone through so much like turmoil, like emotional turmoil that I really wanted 
this to be something that I could just have fun at and like show people again, like what he said, like a different side to my personality. And when I got the call for it, I wasn't like necessarily nervous. I was actually in Colombia and I couldn't hear half of the pitch <laughs> or what it was. All I heard was up, up, challenge show, up, up, Paramount Plus, up TV, uh, do you want to do it? And I was like, yep, sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> Like that week, I literally had been like praying on top of a mountain in Colombia, like, show me the way. And then I get the call, and I was like, this is the way. Yeah. So you, so just, was, you just went, yeah, the sorry. universe is, is, again, like that's kind of sounds like the way you sort of lead your life, which I think is so beautiful and so mm. great. And what yeah. I really want, like yeah. in talking about this with you guys and us, all three of us being from different reality universes, we don't do these shows for our mental health. Okay. And in fact, it's quite the opposite. You yeah. do these shows because it, you, it affords us a platform to create businesses and to do other things, you know, with our life. And obviously we all love to entertain and it's been proven that we're good at entertaining. Right. And it's, and that's the fun part, <laughs> but there is, you know, it's, it is really difficult. And I just think it's really cool that you guys fell in love like so quickly. And, you know, I don't, it's just adorable. Did you say I love you on the show? So I did, but behind his back. Yeah. I didn't know she said it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't know. You said it to someone else, like another person on the no, show. No, I said it about him. To the camera. To the camera. Oh, oh, oh. But, yeah. 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 And I was like, I love him. Cause I didn't, so I had a show. Well, now I can talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So I was supposed to be on perfect match. Um, after just, love is blind. After love is blind. So it was supposed to be after um, also sure they just it was going to be like two two to two three months, months after also sure so I was supposed to do all-star and then two months later do perfect match so I wasn't supposed to meet anybody I was supposed to like go on another dating show and so it was very much like a, I'm gonna go all in like like if I love him now I'm gonna love him as much as I can in this moment because I don't know how long I'm gonna have him so I was very much like aware of that, which you weren't, which is I had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I kind of a crazy story. We've never really talked about this because because Perfect Match now came out, so you can talk about it. But yeah, she, we so I asked her to be my girlfriend on the show. I asked her in Spanish and all cute, like at the end of the season. I was I gonna her, ask, do you speak yeah. Spanish? Like did no. you before? <laughs> no, no. So I just had one of her one of her friends so cute. um Potro on the show. Uh, he's, he's, you know, fluent in Spanish, first language Spanish. So I just asked him, I was like, tell me how to, you know, say this. So then he taught me and then I I did it to her, but it was great. And like, she said, yes, but I remember there was a moment and now it all makes sense to me, but there was like a moment where there was a bit of a panic look on her face, you know, a like, panic look on her face. And some of it was, I think she thought I was proposing. Yeah. And I, I, you can literally see me realize it. And so, cause I had a whole speech in English that I was going to you know say, but I like cut it short because I could see this panic on her face. I was like, will you just be my girlfriend? You know? And so <laughs> then it was like, she was like, oh yeah, sure. Um, but oh then yeah, literally- sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then like what, three days later, right? Two, three days later, yeah. we're in a hotel room in, in Spain um, where they, you know, all of us, they let us all go for like a couple of days after we finished wrapped, we wrapped. And she told me, she was like, um, I have this like other dating show uh called you know for netflix like i don't remember what you said exactly you remember what you said yeah i was like so i have something to tell you and you're just like what and it was the saddest moment (laughs) ever you were so sweet about it though like you weren't mean you weren't rude i think we were both like you know just wanting to be together and we're sad about it and like we separated for a little bit because i wanted you to have your time to think about it and then i remember like laying on this bed 
And then like outside. And then I went back and I was like, you know what? We're going to figure it out. Like, it's not, I don't think it's going to be an issue. And then you just trusted me. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, it wasn't like she was like, what do you like? What if I go on the show? Would you see my boyfriend? Like, it wasn't like that. It was more of just like, I'm thinking about like, let me know your thoughts. Like, is this real kind of thing? You know, no, like, I, I won't do it. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. signed. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah. You said, Jean, and, wait, Jean, you, know, you said, I'm doing the show. So let's, at that point, that's what you were doing. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing the show. Right. It's a dating show, but I think we can figure, like, I think we can figure it out. You know, like I, for whatever reason, I felt very at peace. I mean, honestly, I felt like if Blake was meant to be, it was just all going to work out on its own. And, and clearly he was. And clearly if you watch the show, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, You're welcome. You're welcome. And I think I approached it too as like, listen, if you want to do the show, I'm not going to be like your boyfriend oh, yeah. back no, home. No, no. Like I told her that I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like yeah. you can go do your thing. And then if nothing happens, whatever, maybe down the road, but I'm like, I'm not going to sit no. here and be your boyfriend while you're on a dating show, you know? So she was like, good. okay, good to know. Yeah, exactly. It was like one of those. And then, you know, not even like a month later, she was like, yeah, so not going to do the show. <laughs> it was like, so this is real. So we're not going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause you know, once you're out of that bubble, you're still like, okay, was that the bubble or was it real kind of thing? I, you know? I, that's what I kind of want to ask you guys about, because I've never been in that situation. The show that I was on, there was no bubble. It was just my life and cameras. And up until probably my last couple of seasons, we never really had to keep anything away from social media, even they kind of allowed us that. So what is the bubble like? And, and I guess the relief you just kind of, if you can explain it to me, explain it to the listeners, what that yeah. experience is like for both of you separately. And then also together. For sure. So for, for anybody that, I don't know, really just watches reality TV and then they go, wow, they fell in love quick or wow, they're really, you know, moving fast or um, how could they do that? Really, the bubble is essentially like you're taken out of your real world and you're put on a set or you're put in a situation where you are either for love is blind. I know for a fact you're, the entire environment is created so that you can fall in love. Right. And so that you can, you know, have you eat, breathe and live this the story that you're living. You're in the now. You're not allowed to get on social media. You're not allowed to really you're not allowed to go to work, you know, for a certain period of time. And that really is where the bubble happens, where your brain just like rewires itself. And you're like, you kind of throw everything else out the window and you want to give it your all because you're giving so much to be there. And then, you know, it's kind of like when you're on vacation. Have you ever been on a cruise? I haven't, but I've no. definitely been on very long vacations. <laughs> where right. I don't want to come back to real life. <laughs> exactly. And like you meet somebody there and it's kind of like this whirlwind and it seems like a movie and la 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 and you come back home and then you don't know, you know, if it fits into your real world or not. Right. Um, and so with us, we both experienced the bubble and my bubble burst and uh, love is blind for sure. And so <laughs> on All Star, we were just, I knew that it felt very real, but I didn't want to take it to the point where it was like, well, if this doesn't work out in real world, then I don't want it. You know, I was like, I'm right. just going to enjoy it. And if it ends up working out in the real world, like jackpot, like I couldn't have asked for anything better. So that's, that's how I approached it this time because it can be a very, and then we had the bubble between us. Yeah. I was going to talk about that too. Eventually. Before yeah, the yeah, show yeah, came yeah. out. So we were able to kind of still be in our own little world without having other people, you know, have their opinions and things like mm -hmm. that. You mean between the time um, you wrapped filming for all star and then when it aired. Yeah. Which is roughly like six months, give Which or take. Is, isn't that kind of what it's like for you guys on in bachelor nation as well? Like if you were to mm -hmm. find someone, you have a little bit of privacy 
you know? a little bit, but it's much quicker. Like for for example, for Paradise, it's a, or Bachelorette. It was two weeks until it started airing, and Paradise I think was a month. So very fast. So the, we had six months to like just be ourselves and not be public. Mm-hmm. So it is a lot longer. But yeah, for me, I think you know the bubble is is it is a crazy feeling. You're completely cut off from the world. You have nothing to worry about or anything. No bills. No no responsibilities. It's just what's in front of you. Right. And the conversations are deeper, and everything's just a lot a lot more intense. Yeah. And I remember when I got out of the, the bubble in Bachelorette, like when my producer, you know, I, it didn't work out. I, I got dumped. My producer gave me back my phone after three months of without my phone. And it was horrible. Like, I, you know, it's like, I don't even want to turn my phone on. Like, it was such a cool experience. Like, I don't even want to turn it on. But obviously, you have to go back to your life. But with All-Star Shore, they create an environment where you kind of want to fall in love. But on All-Star Shore, we didn't have that. In fact, it was like mm-hmm. the opposite. The producers were like, stay away from each other. Like, this is a challenge show. Like, please, like you guys are always with each other. Like we need you doing other things. So it felt way more authentic, way more genuine, you know, as far as like the way we fell in love, the way we fell for each other. Uh, and so when we went out of the bubble, it didn't really feel like we left the bubble. Like in a weird way, it never, there never was like, oh no, what now? Like it never felt like that, which I don't know if that's unique to us or if that's just the way challenge show romances work. Yeah. Too, Cause like it just, and then, like I said, she said like three days later, I got home and I didn't text her for like three days because I was exhausted. Right. You just come home and you lay in bed for three days. So she was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, I guess it isn't real. Right. Um, and then I called her and then literally like two days later, she came to Denver and then we haven't really not hung out since. Yeah. So um, it was it, and like the big thing, I think, for us to get a solid foundation was the six months of us being private. Yeah. I was terrified to go public because I had never had a public relationship. She has. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I had a lot of friends who like the, the public and the public I had ruined relationships. So I didn't know what to expect. But it's been great. It's been Fantastic. I can't believe the support. Honestly, like I was expecting hate because that's just the way I, you know, I, I, for so long, Bachelor Nation, you know, it got hate for a little while. So I was shocked with the support and still a year later, so much support. So it's pretty cool. Oh my God. I love all of this. This is like the coolest (laughs) little love story. Um, So I'm just going to go there. Like, do you guys talk about marriage? I mean, I know it's only been a year, but like, do you talk about the future? (laughs) There, there has been, you know, there's been some some conversations and some hints dropped, if you will. Yes. You know my ring size. Yeah, I know. Do you know the kind of ring I like? You know, okay, I do the same thing to my boyfriend. I literally, I took my boyfriend. Like, I mean, we met. I mean, we started the first time we like whatever hooked up was like only last June, but we probably didn't even start really dating until November. And I've already taken him to like my friend who's our, a jeweler friend of mine, (laughs) who's his friend. And I'm like, this is what it looks like. This is my ring size. Whenever you're ready. I know we don't even live in the same state, but we're making it work. It'd be a great way to ask me. You know, it is a good, and even if you're like not like just show them just in case. Exactly. I agree. Like, I think why not? If you think, feel like it's the one. Yeah, absolutely. This is so much fun, you guys. Um, So Blake, okay. I want to talk about like some other stuff, but okay. So were you, you're, so you're DJ now, like your single just came out. Very cool. Very cool. Love. I remember like when you were um, going on like Caitlin Bristow's like her podcast tours and stuff. I remember that. And you would be like kind of DJing. Is that like where it started or were you doing, did you always like love this and the public just didn't know it about you? So, yeah, I mean, I was always like, if you ask my friends from back in like high school and college and stuff, yeah. like I was the house DJ, right? I was the one on the ox court. I was the one finding new okay. music on YouTube. Like I was always that guy. 
But I think it was a pipe dream. I, I never actually thought like I'd be DJing for a living, you know, and making a great living doing it. Like it was just right. not something I, I, I would almost say I was like scared, right? It was always like go to college, get a real job. You know, DJing is a, you know, is a dream. It's not a real career. Okay. Um, and then I went on the show um, and I went on Paradise, came off Paradise. Obviously, you know, I got this awesome platform and I was in a rough spot right after. That's right when we met was right after Paradise when I was kind of in, in a bit of a rough spot there, you know. Um, oh, so you when, saw you, me, when I first met you. that was Yeah, when first. you first met me. That's yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw me kind of when I was. And I was a little lost and I didn't know where I was headed or what I was going to do. Yeah. And Caitlin Bristow had reached out. She kind of threw me a lifeline. We, you know, I'm really close with Jason and, and Caitlin. And yeah. she was like, hey, would you like to come on, you know, this, this podcast tour with me? And I was like, you know, I'm still under contract there's no way they're gonna let me be an actual guest on your podcast and she was like well what if you like sorry to interrupt you contract with abc yeah abc okay yeah yeah. so and you know they're really strict so they were you know and they said no as far as like actually being on the podcast but then i was like well maybe we can get around it with me like djing and i was like what a great idea so i went back to them and i was like can i please do this like i think i need this and so the very first we did like 10 cities in like 15 days the very first day I DJed for it and I was like hooked, right? I was like, this is me. I had like a little tiny little controller and I was hooked. The crowd energy, my energy, it was so much fun. And I got a call from uh, my buddy, uh, DJ Silver, who now I am um, a partner with in Roadhouse where our first single just came out. And he was like, I saw your stories. He's like, I can't teach your charisma, your stage energy, your stage presence. Like, I can't teach that. But he's like, I can teach you to be a really good DJ. He was like, would you want to be a part of our label? Like and the technicalities like, of, of things yes, you exactly, may not know exactly. yet. Right. Or like the technicalities and stuff. And she was like, would you want to be on our label? And I was like, uh, fuck it. Let's do it. I was like, why not? You know, and I think the cool part is, is why not, yeah. yeah, before Paradise, I think. I would have been too scared of like failing, too scared of like what the public thought, too scared of, oh, yeah. I knew an influencer DJ. When now I just wasn't, I didn't care at that point, right? I was right. like, this is something that I do. I don't care what other people think. So the timing and everything just worked out so perfectly. And that was coming up on almost four years ago. So I've been doing it now four years and just continue. I like, it doesn't get old. Like I just continue to do it. And I love it so much. I just love festivals and the energy and, and these yeah. clubs people coming out and making people smile and laugh and dance. So it's, it's a dream come true to have that as my career for sure. That's so cool. That's amazing. Are you going to like tour again or like what's kind of the plan next? Are you just going to keep making some more music? Like, what are you thinking ahead? I mean, the world is your oyster, both of you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of new music coming still in in the, in the works, um, with me and and DJ silver, uh, and roadhouse. Uh, and then I'm all over the, yeah, I've got residencies here in in Denver and Chicago. I'm playing Vegas. I'm playing stagecoach. I'm playing. Oh my God. I, okay. Oh my God. (laughs) Let's talk about stagecoach. I did see that. And I, Luke and I really want to go to stagecoach. I've never been. No way, really? Oh, oh my no. god, you got it. Go. I used to be a Coachella girl and mm-hmm. I looked at the lineup and I don't even I maybe know like three people playing at Coachella this year. <laughs> um, but I am a country girl at heart. Yeah, so. I'll say I knew you were a country fan. I you remember that. It's yeah. really fun. I even like it and I don't listen to country. Yeah, it's oh, I mean it's way better than Coachella, just, just like the people and the there's not as many to start, you know what I mean? So right. it's just a better environment in my opinion. So um and it's more for the music, you know, than kind of the scene. It's it's still sceney, but not as much as Coachella. Yeah. Right. But you gotta come and if you do, you gotta let me know because yeah, I play Duh. Saturday from eight to ten before Dylan Francis. It's crazy. So I know, like, how could you imagine, like, a few years back that this is what would come of it? Like going back to what we were saying, like, we're lucky and that we have a platform. But I also think we've all worked really hard 
to afford this platform, you know, I I think that, and I don't think that that's like an ego centric thing to say, like it's, it's a lot to film reality television. It's a lot to, especially now that social media is such a a big presence where like 10 years ago, it wasn't, you know, like that. Amen. Amen. And cool story about stagecoach this year. So last year I played stagecoach and knocked it out of the park, like truly felt yeah, so truly so felt good. like, holy cow, like that was probably my best set I had up to that point. And I was like, yeah. wow, crushed that. The crowd was insane. I actually broke the record for the the tent, the amount of people in that tent. It was like over 7,000 people. So it was like huge. And I was just like incredible. But this year, Diplo was curating the set for Stagecoach for the Honky Tonk tent. So I was like, oh, probably not this year. It's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, to the we point, yeah, we have wrote it off. I was like, I'll probably book something else that weekend. It's fine. And also <laughs> I get a call from Stagecoach and they're like, Diplo literally asked for you. He was like, we had so much social pressure. Diplo was like, we had so much social pressure. They reached out to Stagecoach. I was like, can you get a hold of Blake? Because we'd love for That's him to phenomenal. play again. Want to see him again. So that's such a cool moment. So cool in my career and stuff. So really that cool. is phenomenal. Congratulations. And uh Gia, what about you? What's coming up? What's going on? Yes. Anything you can talk about? Or is it I know sometimes we all have secret projects. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I have actually have a couple of secret projects. Um so I'm excited to come out with something this year. Um, is there anything I- you can tell us about? No. Okay. <laughs> but you have stuff you're 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 working on stuff. Mm-hmm. I have like um three big things that I'm focusing on this year. Congratulations. Um, one is a product, yeah, and then two involve TV. So you're gonna we'll be s- back on our screens very, very soon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh causing mayhem. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's happening very soon. And then the other thing that I've been working on has been like a year and a half in the making so hopefully by this year we can finally let it all out and we have something that we're working on together actually yeah mm-hmm. yeah can we talk about that or not right can you tease it at all yeah we have a yeah, yeah we can talk about that because we kind of hinted at it already okay. um tell me tell me yeah, like a so there's a company here in denver i don't know if you've heard of be a good person of course um yeah mm-hmm. so uh, we got a really fun collab with them coming out hopefully in the next two months that yeah. we're super excited about, actually. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah. One of the more excited I've seen G about a project in a long oh, time. A long so time. like, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I can't it's gonna be, wait. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Like, take it off. Yeah. Um, but, so and- I, yeah, because I'm, but can you like kind of fill in people a little bit about. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Be a good person. Be a good person. So Be a Good Person um, is a local company here in Denver. Just a fantastic company. I kind of started working with them about like three years ago i kind of started to be in contact with them if you will and they just have this you know it's just a company with this incredible message and they they do these incredible projects um with people and just kind of ask people like what it means to them to be a good person and then they put that you know their message or whatever it is um on clothing mission mission yeah if you will and on clothing and stuff and so i just I've, i've loved this company for a long time it's pretty incredible the the um you know the creator and not to get too sad here but the creator of be a good person's um girlfriend 
was actually shot and killed here in Denver um, about gosh two years ago. And this was actually after he'd already created the the um, the clothing line and this company, this brand, if you will. And he was actually shot as well. And so he's just oh, wow. kind of created this incredible brand that has moved. Uh, it's just they've raised a ton of money for certain things. They, they've done a lot, and especially locally here in Denver. And I love working locally, um, but it's becoming this natural brand as well that so many people know about. So we're just really excited to be a part of of be a good person, and they've allowed us to to be a part of that. So no, I love cool. that. It's it's been my stance for so long. I mean, when I started my clothing line, James May, but even just regardless of that, but just even being off Vanderpump and ha- again having this platform we have and giving back and using the platform that we have for good and I always say like act locally and think globally starting where you live what you know is like the best thing that you can do for you know your community so I'm Mm -hmm. that's really important and it feels and they're they're great they're great people to partner with the material is sick we like and not invented but like we introduced this type of material that i've always wanted to use for a really long time so it's gonna make you feel delicious and you're supporting a good cause um and then on a personal note personal note i'm turning 30 yeah oh my gosh girl i just turned 40 Uh, oh my god it keeps getting better right here oh my god i mean I just turned 40, so I will let you know, but <laughs> oh my God. Uh, when is your birthday? April 3rd. If that date Aries. familiar. Yeah, Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. Blake, when's your birthday? April 22nd. So I'm a Taurus. Oh. But you're on the cusp. Yeah, like, you're you're definitely mm-hmm. cuspy. My boyfriend's April twenty fourth, but his like yeah. that's my sister. Well. But his yeah. oh really? I love your sister. Yeah. She's so sweet, Tori. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Tori. Um, yeah. yeah, I met her the one time. She's very sweet. But I always um, Luke, my boyfriend was yeah. So April twenty fourth, but he was due like I forget the date, but just like a few days before. So I always read when I'm reading horoscopes. I'm like. No, I'm like, that's, I don't like the Taurus one for today. I, I think you're like way more Aries like today. He's 100% a Taurus and I'm 100% an Aries. Yeah. Like, so 100%. stubborn as hell, Blake, stubborn as hell. Stubborn as hell. Super. And I'm very like straightforward. And so yeah, just have to super. remind each other to be gentle. Yeah. <laughs> you seem very gentle though, G. Like you really do. I love like your whole vibe, your whole aura. Like you seem, and I don't mean this like as if you're going to birth soon, but just very like maternal. Yeah. Very. She's always been yeah. kind of that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. Thank you. And I that, do like to take care of you. Yeah, she <laughs> so let her, let her do what she more. wants with the damn house then. Okay. I know. Oh, I have. Trust me. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> don't worry. Little by little, I yeah. have to be very strategic. Well, it started out little by little, and then eventually got to the point where she's like, "Uh, let's just throw this whole room out and start over." And I'm like, "Jesus!" <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I'm here for it. Trust me, I am. She stopped being cute about it. She's like, "This is fucking ugly." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys are the absolute cutest. I cannot wait to meet you in person one day, G. Like. Next time I'm in Colorado, we'll drive up to Denver. I usually fly into yeah. Colorado Springs or drive, but we'll definitely have to do like a fun Denver thing or like a concert at oh. Red Rocks. I don't know. There's there's a lot I don't know about Denver. I've kind of only oh, spent time downtown. So. Yeah, we'd love to take you out. So that you was, just let us know for we'll sure. We'll let little, you know next time. A little double date. Yeah. 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 Do you ever, do you guys come out to LA ever like for press or for fun or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here and there. We didn't. As we much. went a couple of times between December and January. Yeah, December, January, we did a couple of times, but we, I don't think we have anything on the books right now, but we'll make some. We got some some open time. I mean, I, tra- I just travel so much playing. 
Um, it's hard, but we'll figure something out. It's always yeah. fun being blown out to LA. Do you, yeah, oh, do you go with him when he like DJs and stuff? I'm like his number one groupie. Yeah, that's good. Oh, she yeah. does. That's the coolest thing too, you know, that we're able to like do that. She's got like a career where she can be on the road as well. So it's, it's pretty cool to be able to, her to be able to come. Uh, but yeah. and I used to do it without you. Yeah. She's traveled. That's another thing is like, I got lucky love to travel. Cause like DJ life isn't, you know, well, just musician in general life is not easy. Like on the road a lot. I always tell her, you know, there's like, it's just crowds are crazy and, she loves music. She loves concerts. She loves festivals. She loves traveling. So I'm like, I got so lucky. Like it could have been, like I get you know, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. She gets you know? it. So it could have been, it could have been rough to have that conversation. Like, Hey, I'm gone like every weekend of the year. So like, but she loves it. So but, okay. And last question. Cause you guys are like, so disgustingly, amazingly adorable. <laughs> what do you ever argue about? Like, or do you know each other's fighting style? Are you able to like sort of get over things easily? You're, do you, are you good communicators? with each other I mean that's just something Luke and I find to be the most important and for me I've been in therapy for like a really really long time and he never has but he spent so much alone time and he's much younger than me he's 31 (laughs) Um, look at you but he's just so wise beyond his years and I, I I attest that a lot to him spending so much alone time especially out in the middle of you know nowheresville colorado and being kind Mm -hmm. of alone with his thoughts i think has helped his emotional iq um but you know every couple is different and you do really have to kind of i think it's crazy when people say like well if you know we never fight because if we fight then that's bad and it's like no you just have to learn how to fight fair yeah are you guys good at that like what's what does that look like he never ever fought and then in the past couple of months i think like living together just like brought out so many like, so stressful so, oh. so oh, it was a lot and so how do i fight well i think the, there, we always fight about the same things All the same thing. for me it's she's late to everything so like we always argue about that <laughs> i am very prompt so that's like one thing we always argue about but i think to your point of like communication is obviously key and i think I think the point to the point where like you stop fighting is when you need to get worried. I think like when you stop yeah, caring, when you stop being passionate, that's when you need to worry. And I think having respect, I think respect is the biggest thing in a relationship. Like okay. if you respect the person, then fighting is you do it differently. Like I fought with people that ne- maybe necessarily like we didn't, yeah, we didn't necessarily respect each other. And so it was like, we would say things that were like a little too far and you know, their skin a little too much. You just got to respect, mm-hmm. you know, that person that, you know, you're fighting against. And at the end of the day, you want to come to a resolution, not like continue to fight. So um we do i mean i think as far as our fighting styles i don't know what okay let me explain (laughs) i am very passionate but i don't want to hurt your feelings right and i I think yeah and so i have i don't know i'm very i'm very react Mm -hmm. like and then i get over it like very quickly and we both kind of do this thing where we like like tease each other or like look at each other or whatever to see if like the other one's over it. Yeah. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. One yeah, we just get over percent. it and it's just and it's nice because you're able I mean we spend 24 7 together. Right. When you're on top so, of each other, work work play, live. Work play, live everything. It's bound and to so happen. It's like you gotta let it all out and then get back on it. But some days we wake I wake up and I'm like, we're gonna fight today. Yeah and that's the other thing is just <laughs> is just realizing like okay you know what she's not in a great mood today. Like yeah. I was saying like sometimes I'll wake up I'm like fuck I'm not in a good mood today. Yeah. I'm stressed from work I'm stressed from DJ I'm not, uh, 
you know, and I think that just yes. comes with knowing somebody and knowing dating them for a year. We're like, we just know each other's buttons, right? And you just got to respect yes, it. Yes, the triggers. Know and how to, yeah. Absolutely. I know yeah. when to listen to you and I know when to give you advice. So I know mm-hmm. when you want me to just be there to give you space or if you want me to actually yeah. help oh, the situation. Girl, you are wise beyond your years. Yeah, like, this is, is this is truly something I've talked about in the last like few episodes of my podcast and it's something my sister has always said to me, especially as an adult, is when I'm going through something, she says, do you want advice or do you want me to listen? And so Luke and I have taken that into our relationship. It's do you want comfort or do you want solutions? Because not everybody wants is ready in that moment to hear how to fix the problem. They just need their partner to just listen and yeah, be there for them. And then um, Blake, something you said that I thought was also very mature about just the respect that you have for your partner. I had um, S.E. Cup on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. And when I asked her what has helped her achieve, I don't like the word achieve, but like define a successful relationship in like her marriage and what has really worked for her and what advice she could give to people. And she said that she really admires her husband. She's constantly impressed by him and respects him. And so therefore they keep in in their fun. So it's like they keep the laughter and the fun, but she's like, he's always just doing kind of something that I just really admire about him, whether it's like work or taking care of their son, or like he, you know, did something in the kitchens when she didn't have time. Like there's just things she admires and Mm -hmm. with admiration comes like, you know, adoration and like respect and everything you guys kind of were just saying. So yeah, you're both, right. you're, you little youngins are wise beyond your years. We're, all, we're on the right path. You we know, yeah. shit. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't know shit. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> battles too at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Choose your battles. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on. G, it was so nice to virtually meet you, Blake. So good yeah. to see you again. I can't yeah. wait to double date with you guys in Denver sometime and be a good person and Blake's DJing. And then G, eventually we get to find out about your fun new projects this year. So tell everybody that lives under a rock, tell them where to follow you. At Balak, A-B-A-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E dot H on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And then um, I have my website, BlakeHorseman.com, if you want to sign up to see like where I'm playing, if it's a city near you or not. So check that out. And for me, you can find me at Giannina Jabelli. It's a mouthful, but G-I-A-N-N-I-N-A-G-I-B-E-L-L-I on Instagram, TikTok, and like to know it if you want to know what I wear on the daily. Oh, I love uh, that. And I'm, I don't think I follow you guys on TikTok, so I'm super in. I'm like new uh, to TikTok's very new for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so good on TikTok. She's great, but yeah. TikTok is a whole other beast. But yeah, follow us on there and you'll see kind of like yeah. our daily life and how we like to live kill each other i love it i love it <laughs> thanks you guys so much it was so fun talking to you you're a gorgeous hey, couple you're good to see you and i'll talk to you soon okay bye-bye bye make sure to follow us on social media you can follow me on all platforms at Kristen doty and follow luke on instagram at luke double underscore broderick be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single wednesday thanks for listening see you next week Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.